we're going to uh, discuss something that is so essential and crucial to our walk with the Lord, forgiveness. And we don't want to actually sometimes recognize the fact that we as Christians stumble in this area when it comes to forgiveness because sometimes we don't recognize when we actually have unforgiveness when in our hearts. And um, let's just pray for some direction right now and, and be led of the Lord for what we will discuss here today. All right? So, Father, we just glorify you. We just, Lord, receive the comfort of Holy Spirit. We receive revelation from Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask that in this place that you would just, Lord, pour out your revelation knowledge to us and heal us, Lord, of any uh, hurts or pains or uh, root causes to things in our lives. Lord, help us to be open and laid bare before you. Help us not to withhold anything from you. And Lord, I just ask that you would just right now Give us ears that hear and eyes that see so that we can, Lord, know you. Know you, Lord, so intimately in a way in which we never thought we could. Do it for us, Lord. We just worship you and give you thanksgiving because we know that you are all good because you're God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I just want to say I love you guys so much, and I'm so blessed to go to a church that is so full of love, and we have just beautiful leaders and beautiful examples before us. Isn't it a privilege to go to a a church that feels like family? That means all the world to me, and uh, when I walked into the river, my husband and I Uh, It had been prophesied to uh, Wesley and I that we would be able to go to a ministry that would be our playground, that we were going to be able to play freely. And when I walked through the doors of the river, I said to Wesley, I found my playground. (laughs) All right? So we're rocking and rolling and having fun at the river, out basking in the glory of our God. Amen? Amen. Amen. So forgiveness 101, God's will for us. To err is human, to forgive is divine. Now here are five reasons, and there are a lot more, but here's just a few reasons why it's important to forgive. When you forgive someone, you forgive yourself. Have you ever Uh, experienced that before. Sometimes when we hold forgiveness against someone, uh, it's because we have that very same failing. Have you ever gotten irritated with someone and then you realized, wait a minute, I have that same issue. That's why it's irritating me so much. (laughs) And then when you release that person and you forgive them, you see that the very thing that you were wrestling with in your life now 
you've received a great deal of grace from God because you forgave the other individual. It's amazing. The individuals in my life that uh, I have had the most issues with were the people that were reflecting back something in me that I didn't like about myself, and I didn't realize it. And then once I said, okay, Lord, I forgive them. I love them. They're precious anyway, Jesus. (laughs) Then the Lord just released so much grace and freedom in me because I began to love that person despite that. And it's funny, when you don't focus in on those things, you decide that you're not going to, you know, cue in on those just little things that really pluck your nerves, then there's this delight and love that you receive from the Holy Spirit where the person may not have even changed. But all of a sudden, you look at the person, I've had this happen, and you think to yourself, oh, they're just so precious. I love them so much. And then... Every once in a while, you'll get a glimpse and say, wait a minute, that's still there, but what's, gone? what's happened? What's happened is you are now seeing them through the filter of love rather than criticism, you know? And so we have to forgive someone in order to forgive ourselves. Number two, forgiving gets you out of the victim mode, you know, where you don't constantly see yourself as being the victim of that person's ways. I'm so sick and tired of them doing that. If they do that one more time, I'm going to lose it, you know? And you act as if their behavior somehow would bring, should uh, elicit some kind of response from me, but that's not true. You know, I've seen times where something could be set on fire in terms of an issue But because I choose not to participate in it, I don't allow myself to be victimized by it. I remember years ago when um, someone would have a, a bad attitude that I would walk in and I would be so sensitive to their attitude and I'd say, well, what did I do? Did, did I do something to make them mad? And I kept looking Inwardly, like, I must have done something. I must have said something to make them mad. And I always saw myself as a victim of their mood. Like I had to fix their mood. And then the Lord said to me, Veronica, you don't have to participate. You can just have joy and stay in that joyful place and let them have their mood. You know, and then it began, it began to be funny to me. I'd look at them and I'd say, oh, look at them pouting. <laughs> They're so cute. But I'm not going to participate in that. I'm going to stay in joy. I don't have to become a victim and a part of that whirlwind that's going on inside of them and feel like I have to fix all of their thoughts and all of their issues. And let me tell you, that is freeing. When you have always allowed yourself to be a victim of everyone's moods around you, that's not a good life, you know. But now I can walk in and there can be chaos. And I'm like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. (laughs) So now forgiveness, it frees you. And forgiveness aids in renewing your health and vitality. Did you know that it's been proven that having unforgiveness can give you stomach issues, migraines, depression, and weariness, etc.? 
So being able to release someone from a debt and to forgive them actually allows the free flow of health in your body. As it says in the word, um, let's see, as your soul prospers, as, as we prosper, even our, our souls prosper. I didn't plan on using that scripture, but you know what I'm saying. As our souls prosper, we prosper. We prosper in health, okay? So let's see. Number five, forgiving helps you move forward on your spiritual path. When you have a heart of forgiveness, you can live and dream in the present and the future. I, I talk to an individual on a, a regular basis. I, I uh, minister to them. And um, that particular individual ruminates a great deal. And because of the ruminating, constantly thinking over the same thoughts over and over again, bringing up uh, a f some unforgiveness, something that someone has done to them. They cannot live in the present or see their future because they're constantly living in the past. And the whole time I talk with them, I say, stop ruminating. Stop ruminating. I'm not going to talk about that. Not one more time, you know. And then that way I can help that individual to, you know, start looking in the future rather than in the past. I hope just those five tips have been good because I think that they're very important things. So let's see. Here's a revelation concerning forgiveness that God gave me. I had been offended by someone, and I shared a little bit about this in another message. Um, this happened in February of last year. And oh my goodness, I was really hurt. And um, I'm a person that usually can forgive very quickly. And even if there's been an upset, I can just, you know, I, it's as if it never happened because I kind of, I use the mental thing in, in my mind of, I just toss it behind me. Okay, we're not dealing with it anymore, you know. And, um, but this offense was so huge. It wasn't just about me ruminating. I was being attacked by the enemy. Darts were being thrown at my mind all day long for about a week. And it was relentless. When you're under attack like that, you almost feel like a different person because you're in a space where your thoughts are in chaos. And I am a person who practices casting down imaginations, but this particular week, all day long, I was casting down imaginations. I forgive this person in the name of Jesus. I love this person, you know. And I was feeling tormented by it because I truly did want to forgive. But the wounding was so deep, it felt like, I couldn't get past it because the, in, the, in the conversation, the person said to me, I'll never talk to you about it ever. I'll take it with me to my grave and basically told me, deal with it, <laughs> you know. And so um, I couldn't call them up and, you know, ask them, hey, can we talk about this? Can we reason together? Can we pray? I want to forgive you. I really want to forgive you, but you're not even giving me the chance to, you know, seek out forgiving you. So I went to the Lord on, I believe it was that Friday night, 
And I prayed. I said, Lord, please help me to forgive Jesus. I need you, Lord. This thing is, you know, a, a huge thing that the enemy is attacking me with, Lord. Please show me how to forgive. Since this person has made up in their mind that they're not going to talk with me and pray with me, Lord, I need you to release me from these chains. Have you ever been there before? Okay, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm glad y'all can understand. And so I laid there crying out to God. And then the Lord gave me an encounter. He's sweet like that, you know. Makes me think of the song, he's sweet, I know. You know, dark clouds may come, storm winds may blow. But I've got a savior wherever I go. All right. So anyway. <laughs> so I lay there and God gave me an encounter. And he reminded me. He said, Veronica, do you remember that time? where I took you on the grassy hill and you saw all of those people around you and the, his glory was shining down on that hill. And I saw Jesus looking at all of the people around me and his love had no beginning, no end, no boundary. It was just so wonderful. And I thought, who in the world is Jesus looking at like that? I mean, he just loves him so much. And then it dawned on me, oh, my goodness, Jesus is looking at me like that. He's looking at me like he can eat me up with a spoon. And then I woke up and I said, oh, my goodness, Jesus loves me. And it relates back this to this, too, because after Jesus revealed the revelation that he loves me, y'all can't bother me anymore. Jesus loves me. <laughs> When you know and you have a revelation concerning God's love, so many things can happen around you, but you can say to yourself, Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. I don't care what's going on. My God loves me. And that changed my life. And so he reminded me, he said, Veronica, do you remember when I showed you how much I love you? He said, you saw my forgiveness that I do not see anything in you. That it's as if you are perfect because I'm in you. You're, because I'm in you, you're perfect. You're whole and complete and you're lacking nothing. And I just love you so much. I'm not pointing out any of your faults and so forth. And so therefore, know that I love you. And so in that moment, he said to me, he said, Veronica, love with my love. It's in your notes, a revelation concerning forgiveness. Love with God's love. But he, when he said it to me, he said, Veronica, love her with my love. And then he said, forgive her with my forgiveness. And then he said to me, show her the same grace that I've shown you. Give her the same grace that I've given you. And when he said that to me, I said to him, like a little child, I said, I said, I can do that, Lord. So I went to bed feeling tormented, like I don't know how to forgive. And then Jesus said that to me. And I said to him, I can do that, Lord. I can love with your love. I can forgive with your forgiveness. I can show her the same grace that you've shown me. See, we need that same grace 
that God gives us. You know, I, when I forgive someone else, I'm releasing grace to myself. I'm releasing forgiveness to myself. I'm releasing mercy to myself. You know, it all begets the same thing. You know, he who refreshes others will in turn be refreshed. So I thank the Lord because when he spoke that to me, as soon as I did it, I'm telling you all, chains broke off of me. Because now I'm not even trying to forgive from my reservoir. I'm forgiving from his and his has no bottom, no boundary, no beginning. God is full of love and full of forgiveness. So therefore, we can be full of love and forgiveness. Amen. Hallelujah. So flip to the next page, if you would. So Jesus, when he gave us the principle of forgiveness, he told us about it in the model prayer, the Lord's prayer. And I wanted us to take notice of that in Matthew Chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, you remember when I mentioned that when we give something, we begat the same thing. So I put an equal sign right there on verse 12 because it says, and forgive us our debts. And here's the begatting as we forgive our debtors. We have to forgive in order to receive forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. It's an equal reciprocity, an equal giving back. Okay? So then the next step is there's a prerequisite for us in order for us to receive forgiveness from God, and that is to forgive. And so let's look at Mark chapter 11, verse 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. And so then let's look at, this is the scripture that the Lord gave me to confirm his word to me in the encounter. When he gave me the encounter initially, I just took it like, okay, Lord, you told me to do that. And so therefore I'll do it. But do you know, he then went on to reveal the scripture that that whole principle is based on. And it blew my mind. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see. Luke 7, verses 40 through 43. It says, And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50 and when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou 
has rightly judged. All right. So that's one mention of it. And then let's go on to the next page, the parable of the unforgiving servant. And we see it displayed before you even more right here in this passage. Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. But forasmuch as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife, and his children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant, therefore, he fell down, and he worshipped him. Now, you know, I had read that passage so many times, and for some reason it didn't stick out to me, the fact that, I mean, I, I knew that he, he cried out for mercy, right? Please don't throw me into prison, and so forth. But when I looked, he fell down, and he worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will repay thee all. And then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. Okay? So I, I put verses there, and the verses is there because now we're going to see in contrast to what he did. This is what he did to another person. But the same servant, he went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, now, that's not showing someone the same grace that, that you've been shown, right? <laughs> mm -mm -mm. He said, pay me that thou owest and his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, have patience with me. Now, notice he said to the king, have patience with me, and then worshiped the Lord, right? And now his fellow servant is saying, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servant, servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, they were grieved, and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because you desirest me. And then the Lord gave him an equal reciprocity here. He said, shouldest thou not, I mean, shouldest not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pitied on thee? He wanted him to give equal, but he didn't. And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. 
so likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if you from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses and debts. See, the Lord, he wants us to forgive. He wants us to release each other from debts. He wants us to love with his love, to forgive with his forgiveness, and to show each other the same grace. I wanted to share that with you all because I want you all to be able to live in a freedom that you've never known. You know, in the house of God, the enemy wants us to be caught up in the tiniest of issues, a face that didn't smile fast enough for you, a hug that wasn't given as fast, someone didn't hug you, you saw them hug five other people, but they didn't hug you, you know, just simple little things. And, and God wants us to look through the lens of love to give everyone freely from an unending reservoir of his love to give them the grace, to give them forgiveness and love. And when we do that, it will release us from chains. It will release us from burdens. We will walk around with his yoke that is easy and his burden that is light and allow him to lead us in paths of righteousness full of his grace and love. Amen? Amen. I'm going to lead you in a prayer of first forgiveness, I believe. Lord, we ask that you would forgive us our trespasses, Lord, and help us to forgive others. Lord, I ask that you would give us hearts that would freely forgive, Lord, freely refresh, freely give grace in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to set our eyes in the present and in the future to see what you're doing and to, Lord, not look to the past, to not dig up old things that are dead. In Jesus' name, set us free from the chains of unforgiveness, Lord. Heal us, Lord, of deep hurts. Heal our minds, Lord. Heal our souls. Heal our imaginations. We freely receive from you, Lord God, your yoke, your burden. In Jesus' name, we declare a new path in this house, Lord, of freedom and love, Lord God, from breast to breast, releasing a free flow and river of your love. In Jesus' name, amen.